Before we begin this week's episode of Unpack This Brain, we would just like to inform listeners that the following episode contains the voice recording of an Aboriginal person from Pitta Pitta country. Please take care while listening to this week's episode. worked really hard and you're at a place where it sounds like you're at peace with yourself (laughs) Um, looking into the future is there anything in particular that you're hoping to do or that you're looking forward to well where do I start no (laughs) yeah I I, um yeah and like you know with that whole having peace in myself thing Mm -hmm. like there's ups and downs, yeah. you know, that's life, you know, no one's perfect, no one, you know, no one just cruises through life at this amazing pace, like, doesn't matter how much money you got, mm-hmm. life finds a speed bump somewhere, you know, and I think, um, I, I think, I think what I have just really made myself work for and made myself learn is that those speed bumps can create success Mm -hmm. and when a door closes don't look at the door that's closed look at what doors are opening Mm -hmm. and i've really really and i've I've got that from my you know from my mum and my dad you know we've been our family have been through rocky roads Mm -hmm. and every single time i just remember like my mum and dad being like it's all right like that door closed for a reason Mm -hmm. and i kind of grab every situation like that you know, and I go, oh, okay, like, you know, this situation happened and something else is going to come of it. But anyway, um, back to the question. Okay. <laughs> um, my, my absolute dream is to build a zoo. Um, that's mm-hmm. top of the list. Um, I would love to be able to have a space where it's, you know, in Brisbane yeah. mm-hmm. um, and to be able to have a spot where youth can come and people can come and there's mentoring for youth at a space where it's, you know, culturally connected, and then we have the animals there. And don't know how that would look. Just you know, dreams and ideas up in here. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I would love to do that. And you know, like with the podcast and the influencing, like I, I want to be, I want to be an advocate, mm-hmm. and I want to be someone people can go to or listen to or watch, and they go, oh wow, like you know, that's true. Like you know, whether it's motivation, inspiration, you know, mental health, self help, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah. I really want to be that strong Aboriginal advocate for people, yeah. you know, and, and show that, you know, not only the beauty in our culture, but the beautiful that our people can bring, mm-hmm. um, you know, from being suppressed mm-hmm. and what we can bring instead of what we have lost. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Wow, that is huge. Mm. That would be really cool. I can so see that happening. It's like, because at the moment, it's like you sort of do outreach, so you're going, is that correct? Like you go to the youth yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. one day you yeah. want to be able to have like a home base. Definitely, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm very lucky um, to now be working at an actual centre, yeah. um, which is so amazing for me because I kind of can really build on relationships now, as yeah. you know, Eunice. Yeah. Um, but definitely to be able to have like, my own um you know kind of like drop in center but zoo at the same time yeah yeah Yeah. like a place where youth and you know a lot of 
disengaged troubled youth can come knowingly mm. that there is support no matter what yeah. and there is connection and there is cultural connection especially yeah. because you know there's there's not many places around here that have cultural connection for for young people yeah. um, especially that are first nations yeah. you know yeah. there's there's a lot of um there's there's like drop-in centers and things like that but not to the level of you know, oh, you know that you're going to drop in and auntie and uncle is going to be there and you've got elders there and you have people there of culture, you know, and of, you know, First Nation background that are accepting of non-Aboriginal and Aboriginal people, mm. but mainly for young Aboriginal youth to be like, oh, you know, auntie's got me, you know, I can go mm. talk to auntie and uncle, I can go, yeah. I can go see, you know, an Aboriginal counsellor, I can go mm. and kind of create that comfortability. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's one of the dreams. That's really yeah. cool. And you're right, there isn't, like, places like that that I can think of in this area. Mm. I know, like, Logan and that may have something. Mm. Yeah. Something, but it's this area I feel like really, really, Definitely. really needs it. Yeah. 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 And then you throw the animals in there and it's like, oh, oh it's like, it's, 100%. it's different yeah. in yeah. a good way. Mm. Yeah, like a pilot's definition, a good way. Yeah, um, most definitely. But yeah, but yeah, big dreams. That's exciting. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so yeah. Um, how are things going? And because you're talking about wanting to like with your influence space, um, you know, reach out to young people. You know, the ones that might not be able to come in person. You know, using yep. the internet and that for that yep. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, how are things going in that influence space for you at the moment? Yeah, good. So, um. I, I'm really pushing the fitness side of stuff um, okay. on my personal, you know, Instagrams and Facebooks and things like that yeah. um, because I, I just, I love that area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at the moment, especially really pushing that, um, you know, Aboriginal fitness influencer, mm-hmm. trying to really plug that, you know, through Instagram and social medias and things. Um, and it is, it is getting there. Like I'm slowly getting you know, more views and people asking more questions and mm-hmm. commenting more things and, you know, people even coming up with ideas for videos and things like that, like mm-hmm. slowly coming up with, you know, this come up on the social media side of stuff. But, um, you know, I really want to be able to grab people that have influence that are listening to these podcasts mm-hmm. and are listening to, you know, um, events that we run and, you know, kind of can be able to reach out and say, hey, I want to connect with you. I've seen what you're doing. You know, we really want to get you on our, you know, podcast or, or you know, do something for social media for us to really plug the influence side of stuff for our Aboriginal youth and non-Aboriginal youth as well, you know. Um, but yeah, I really want to try and become that kind of advocate social media-wise and, and yeah. Yeah, cool. That's really cool. I am... Um I hugely relate to, and I'm going back a little bit to the whole um, being a young person and not knowing where you belong. And mm-hmm. I think that I can really see how that's now influenced who you are now because it's like you're almost wanting to help younger you kind of a thing. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think I think that like... And I know a lot of people in the space are very, very much like that. Yeah, you know, I so. you know, every youth worker that I've spoken to, every counsellor, every every you know, in this industry especially, um, they have been through something in their lifetime that is either you know very heavy, um, and that they struggled with, and they want to be able to give back. Yeah. You know, and and that's that's something that 
you know, I love doing is giving back yeah. and, you know, being so blessed and so lucky to be in the position I am. You know, a lot of people have it really hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and, and a lot of people are blind to that mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, a lot of people um, that I know personally, you know, complain and, and, and um, kind of do this pick me, you know, thing through life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when we're in our space, it's like, wow, like we've got young 14 year olds that are, that are going through so much trauma at home yeah. that struggle to get to school, yeah. you know? And then there's like me that had the opportunity to go down to Crumman Wildlife Sanctuary and do a zookeeping cert and mm-hmm. be in this beautiful home and drive a beautiful car and have an amazing job and, mm-hmm. and all of these things, like those little blessings in life. Yeah. Um, and being able to give that back yeah. is, I think, really important yeah. and really, really needed mm-hmm. yeah. as well. It definitely does put things into perspective. And I think that's so beautiful about, like, the industry and the space that we work in. Definitely. Is that we are so, I guess, lucky to be experiencing and seeing the stories of these young people mm. that I guess, like, yeah, every, like an accountant or something might not get to experience definitely. that. And, definitely. Yeah, it's just really beautiful. Yeah. Definitely. I think it, it is such a privilege for us to work in this space. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, we have friends of ours that work, you know, in, in counselling as well. And they love working with young people because it's, it's such a, it's such a motivation when you get to see those sorts of successes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, especially like, you know, I'm, you've seen those successes in your work. I've seen them in mine and I'm sure you've seen them in yours. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really incredible to see that change happen. Definitely. And you know that there's more change that's going to happen. You know, you know, um, for me, like, I don't get to see my kids at once the program's done, that's it. I say goodbye to my that particular school for that year. Yeah. Um, so it's like I leave them with all of my hopes that they're going to um, continue that work. So, um, you know, it, it is such an incredible privilege to work in this space. I'm not sure I would have chosen <laughs> anywhere else to work yeah. with. To yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm. I think it's really cool as well, like, you know, exactly like you're talking about, um, the wins and the losses. Mm. And I think that, puts a massive perspective on it for people that are in this industry. Mm. You know, there's, you know, this whole stigma around, oh, they're the run amok kids and, you know, yeah. they're the ones that don't listen. And mm. it's like, no, <laughs> they're the ones that just need that extra hour of support or that extra comfortability or that, you know, that one conversation of, I'm proud of you, man, like, yeah. awesome. And you what you watch it, you see it. And I know you guys have seen mm. it where, you know, young people are so not, especially disengaged young people in this space, they're so not used to that because there is so much trauma and there is so much disconnect that, you know, that one, oh, awesome, good job, man, or, hey, are you all right? Like, do you want to have a chat? That changes that changes their life. Yeah. And, you know, that one opening conversation and that one incident can make such a massive effect. And, you know, being able to mentor, you know, where I work, you know, where, you know, we're mentoring from grade, you know, 10 to 12. So, you know, you kind of get to see their journey of yeah. when they first come in and they're just so deregulated and they're, they're lost and they're scared. And then the next year they kind of, they get that comfortability and then they grow a little bit. And then by grade 12, they're like, oh, thanks, sir. Yeah. And yeah. then go on with their life. And then you can have that. There's this amazing reward that comes mm-hmm. with that. Not that you are, you know, 
expecting it yeah. or or you know asking for it but there's mm. this reward knowing that you've helped whether it's one individual or 10 mm-hmm. that you have just changed someone's life yeah. and you've helped them get through that whether it's vocalized or not from yeah. their end or your end mm. yeah it's 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 there and you yeah. know it and then that makes a massive ripple effect yeah. you know and then that's when we get people like that that go back into the industry mm. and full right. circle yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that actually. But <laughs> yeah. maybe one day these young people will go like give it back to the next generation of young people, yep. and it just mm. continues. Yeah. Like I know some students now that are even studying to be youth workers already. Yeah. And they're in grade yeah. eleven and twelve. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, <laughs> you know, it's really cool. It's yeah. really really cool to see. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. Yeah. I love what you say about like the little conversations. That's something I really want to focus on is like even just the, hey, how are you going? Yeah. Um, because I guess, you know, when I was young, I was, I was a very anxious person. And if someone, if one person at school was able to like have a conversation with me, I know that that would have meant a lot to me. Definitely. Even just a five minute, are you okay? Today will be okay. Yeah. And I just, yeah. yeah, I don't want us to sleep on those little conversations. Like yeah. I think they are actually really important. No, definitely. And and I have seen firsthand, and I know you guys have as well, those two-minute conversations, those, that one, oh, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. You know, like I was watching yesterday, um, actually funny you say that, about, um, you know, and I don't mean to, you know, offend anyone or anything like that, but I watched a video on Facebook around a guy who survived jumping off the Story Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. and he said that he was walking to jump off the bridge Mm. and walked past so many people. And he said, if one person stopped me Mm. and said, hello, I would have turned around. And, Mm. and then he actually had an incident with a lady Mm -hmm. that said, can you take a photo of me? Mm -hmm. And he took the photo of her and then she walked off. Didn't have no conversation, nothing. It was just like a, Mm. uh, I'm not, I don't want to say a selfish act, but it was Mm. one of those, Oh, Hey man, like, do you mind if I, do you mind if I get a photo? And then that was it. And he was saying that if, if he had one conversation with someone, one person say, mm. hey, how you doing? Or anything like that, mm. he would have never done it. Yeah. And I think that is crazy to think about yeah. when you have, you know, and especially being in everyday life. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be at work. Yeah. And I think that's something people need to take away. And, and it's kind of like that, you, you know, conversation and community is being lost mm-hmm. and we have to bring that back mm-hmm. you know we have to bring that back of you know um from where i'm from from you know country you know our mob like you know it would take a you know a whole mob to raise one child mm-hmm. you know multiple multiple women would breastfeed one baby mm-hmm. and there's this community that comes with that and mm-hmm. i think those little conversations spark that yeah. and they drive yeah. that and I think exactly like something you don't want to brush over and just be like, oh, yeah, I just had a conversation with someone today. Mm. It's like you have no idea what that conversation did for that person. Yeah. Mm. I love the idea of community. I don't know why it suddenly makes me think of like neighbors and how not the show neighbors, but like <laughs> yeah. your neighbors that you live next to and yeah. how um, I think that in some communities that's all like neighborhoods that's lost. Yeah. People don't even Definitely. know their neighbors. And I feel like even that, I don't know why that came to mind, but even being able to say hello to someone next door Mm. is really nice because it makes them feel like, you know, they're a part of, like, we're all part of something. We live in the same street. Yeah. Um, We can help each other out if, like, somebody Mm. needs their mail checked or whatever. 
I just think that because I remember back in the day when I was younger, I, we did always speak to our neighbors. Yeah. And I made mm. friends with my neighbors yep. and I have mm. yep. best friends that like were my neighbors when I was young. Yep. Yeah. And it's not as seen today. Definitely. And, you know, we, that's how we grew up as well. Yeah. You know, my parents are the most open people on the planet. And, you know, every night we'd have old mate from down the road and up yeah. the road and we'd be eating dinner and, you know, like, and, and I think that is something that is, is slowly, unfortunately starting yeah. to fade away. And it's yeah. really sad because, you know, like I, I make it an effort to, you know, go over and to, you know, if we're talking neighbors and be like, Hey man, like mm. moved in next door. Like, how are you? Like, have a chat and kind of create and build that community but you know it's for a suburb or a city or whatever like if we could start with the individual that grows and that multiplies you know and then it becomes community you know people i think i think everyone kind of gets this whole mindset of oh let someone else do it or you know what whether that comes from a personal perspective or whatever but you know, you got to be the one to do that. Yeah. You know, no one else is going to do it kind of kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's really, you know, how we get that ripple effect. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I feel like if you have that calling, like if you're even thinking that in your head, like, oh, it'd be nice if I went to talk to all my down the road. Yeah. Then, like, do it. Because yeah. Yeah. I feel like the fact that that has even crossed your mind is is maybe a bit of a sign. Definitely. Like you're that person that can start, yeah. start that. And, you know, like, us as people, like, we're designed for intercollect inter in what's the word I'm looking for? Interconnection. Interconnection, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. for we're designed for communication and, yeah. and to be together. Yeah. You know, that's what you know, that's why it's so important. And, you know, I've had so many incidences where that crosses my mind and I'm like, Oh my god, like I have to go talk to that person. There's no reason mm-hmm. and there's no whatever, but you know, and me myself being able to build my confidence up and to be able to do that like my last podcast that i you know interview that i that i've done recently that's how you know i this guy walked into the gym mm-hmm. and he was you know unfortunately really struggled with his walking in his hips and mm-hmm. and you know i was just flat that day and i was like wow someone can walk in like that Mm. And I'm the way I am. I'm lucky. And it motivated me. And I was like, I have to go talk to him. Mm. So for those who are listening, go listen to that. (laughs) Um, Please. Which is a really awesome interview. And he's a really awesome dude. But yeah, like, you know, exactly like you were saying, those tiny little conversations are really important. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. I don't think I have any more questions in my head. I'm just liking the energy. Yeah. I'm thinking hmm, if there, if I do have any questions that come to mind. I guess looking back on your journey, is there something that you would tell your younger self? Um, is there something? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think the biggest thing is just to be proud. Mm-hmm. Be proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, everyone is their own, you know, whether they admit it or not, they're your own worst advocate. You know, everyone beats themselves up so much and there's this constant internal battle, whatever that looks like, you know, whether that's, you know, insecurities or, or anxieties or, or, you know, all of these things, there's this constant, you know, or to be good enough, Mm -hmm. you know, or to, I want to make that person proud or I want to make my family proud. I want to do all these and, 
And because I struggled with that identity and that who am I, um, you know, and why am I here and, you know, all of this, I really struggle to be proud of myself. And, you know, to this day, I still, I still struggle with it. And it's kind of this, you know, it's never enough. And it's like, you know, I'll be successful here and then I'll be successful here and I'll be successful here. And, and, you know, I think really pulling it all back and being like, you know, be proud of you, man. Like, look what you've done. You know, whether it's big or little or whatever, you know, support yourself and be proud of yourself. I think that's probably the, one of the biggest things that I would tell my younger self. Yeah. yeah. I think that's something that we have, you know, we have conversations on this podcast a lot about identity and culture because that's something that um, I guess a little bit of story time is the reason why I started this podcast with Eunice is because mainly, actually, was it because of COVID? I can't remember now. <laughs> it was very fortuitous <laughs> because I think our very first episode was the start of the pandemic yeah. here in um, Brisbane. But I think for me, it was always about uh, and um, that journey of identity and, you know, being mm. visible, mm. being someone who is of Filipino background, um, to become a counsellor is... Something I don't think I've seen reflected in our industry. Yeah. And I think it's something that we've talked about a lot is we have conversations about how lovely it is for us to be in this space to be mm. visible. Yeah. Um, and I hear a lot, obviously, from, from you. Is a, that's a very similar journey that you've gone through. And it just goes to show that um, there is that visibility that we need. Definitely. You know, and... When I'm at, you know, working with young people, it's always, I see, I have had this, you know, the past year, a couple of young Asian kids come through my programs and they're like, oh, who's this guy? Why is he here? Yeah. Something that is not, um, not expected, not stereotypical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Isn't. But, you know, I, and I say this to a lot of colleagues that I'm with, it's like, you watch them change because they've seen someone like them thrive definitely and i think be that is the groundwork for a lot of you know the work that we do and why we mm. do is we stay visible you know we transparent you know but also thriving at the same time yeah that, that's this you know get that gets the ball rolling for a lot of those mm. disengaged young people mm. as well yeah it's like unspoken, but mm. it's just like who you are and who yes, you represent. And the fact that you are present mm. there, it already makes a, a difference. Yeah, and I like what you mm. said about it's who you are. Mm. I think that's really awesome. And that's something that a lot of people in our area really harness and grab onto that. Mm. It's kind of like, um, you know, you for yourself being, you know, a Filipino, yeah. you know, you you grab that and you run with that. And, you know, me, myself being an Aboriginal man, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, like I am. And if you don't like it, too bad, like kind of thing. And I think that's what a lot of young people look up to. And it's kind of like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I get it all the time. It's like, how are you so confident and sure in yourself and whatever? And it's like, you know, I'm just content with me. I'm not trying to be someone. I don't, you know, I don't want to try and, well, I would like to be, you know, an influence and mm. a role model, mm. but I'm not trying to be someone else. Yeah. I'm not looking up to an idol being like, Oh, that's what I have to mm. be like, yeah. you know, or have this mindset of, um, I have to be a good person. I have to be a good person. I have to be yeah. a good person. It's 
you're just you and mm. your failures and mm. your stuff ups and everything is what makes you you. Yeah. And um, yeah, exactly what you said, you know, with the whole just showing up yeah. is such a big thing because these young people don't have people to show up. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's a young person or not, you know, mm. even, you know, I talk to some adults that are just like blown away by, mm. you know, one conversation because they're still trying to heal their inner child, yeah. you know, and I think that's massive in itself, yeah. you know. Sure. But yeah, it's almost come full circle this pod because it really has. It's, we in the beginning talked about like loving yourself and being mm. like, um, yeah, loving yourself and who you are, and yeah, it's come full circle. But yeah. that's actually um, what helps grow that confidence. Definitely, if you nurture yourself yeah. and who you are, which I know is easier said than done. <laughs> it's a journey, definitely. But it's definitely worth worthwhile journey. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Unpack This Brain and a very big thank you to Isaiah from the Yarnick Circle podcast for inviting us over for our very first collab episode. If you'd like to follow Isaiah, you can find him on social media as Deadly Keeper and you can find his podcast, Yarning Circle Podcast, wherever you are listening. There's also a video version of this podcast available. Head over to YouTube and search for the Yarning Circle Podcast. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Instagram as Unpack This Brain. And if you'd like to send us questions, feel free to send us a DM or send us an email, unpackthisbrain at gmail.com. This podcast is a production of Great Mates Podcast. You can follow us wherever you're listening, GR8M8S Podcast. And lastly, we would like to acknowledge that this episode was recorded on the lands of the Quandamooka people in Southeast Queensland. Tune in next episode for the final part of our conversation with Isaiah, where he gets to ask us some questions. See you then.